Good morning, aka Padders. What is happening? I'm Peter A. DeLuca, aka Pad, your host, and right here, right now, we're not done with Spider-Man. We are talking old webhead Spider-Man. Far from home. I saw the movie about three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't let that distract you. Don't let the Marvel Phase 4 news distract you. That's that's an episode coming up. That's the next episode. But here and now. We're talking more about good old Peter Parker and his newest cinematic adventure, Spider-Man Far From Home. Let's hit that music. Alright, so everyone is just going bonkers. They're just losing their mind over Marvel Phase 4, Marvel Studios Phase 4, the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But we're not really going to discuss that because there's enough happen. Every time you talk about a Marvel movie, you have to talk about every single Marvel movie that's a part of the cinematic universe. And it, it just it makes everything complicated. It just makes it hard. Uh, you know, like, I don't want to call them Twitter wars. I call them Twitter back and forths. But even people, like, they're such a dedicated core to these movies. They don't care. You know, like they really don't care about quality and they, they they don't care about continuity. And when when we have a collision and, and a uh, deconstruction of those two, it's really hard to reason and just to kind of convey like a different point of view and to push where you are. You know, like meaning, uh, you know, like this is how I see it. This is how I saw the film. Uh, doesn't this bother you? Did this bother you? Uh, you know, like it becomes dogmatic from the other perspective and they just don't care. You become the enemy and they want to shut you down. Uh, but that's kind of internet, uh, like that's, that's just the way it goes on the internet regardless, regardless of e like either way. I, most of the time I, I really try and hit the middle. I, I want to know what the diehards are drawn to, and I want to know what the, uh, you know, with the descending or the ascension, you know, like, I want to know what the, the uh, what the dissension is, like, what those opinions are, because I really feel like uh, this adulation, this instant adulation did lead right into Star Wars the Last Jedi and what happened with the Star Wars franchise. And if you're not familiar with what exactly happened with Star Wars The Last Jedi, what and that overflowed right into Captain Marvel. Okay, it's this social justice warrior angle, uh, it's activism within cinema, within storytelling, within the characters, where people are more interested in the characters identification how they identify themselves more than the story itself and you know there's there's people that have done fantastic work like uh, you know studies and you know drew up reports and and you know really went into some of the analytics of you know like just the rate of characters being uh you know, bisexual the rate of characters being transgender the rate of characters being uh, a homo, yeah, gay, being gay, okay, uh, and and you know, uh, characters of color and their portrayals and the rate of those portrayals. Now, a lot of that stuff is mostly true, okay, but it really comes down to your worldview and your stance. Meaning, 
that you're going, um, you know, like if just seeing one thing makes you happy uh, and you ignore all of these other elements, you know, and most of these elements are brought up through discipline, meaning good storytelling, good directing. Um, you know, like uh, filmmakers comfortable enough to uh, draw out the intent of the movie. Uh, subtlety. Now, the, those are the pieces of filmmaking that takes constant practice. You constantly, as a filmmaker, as a studio, you know, like you want your guys and your girls, you know, whatever. Like, you guys know what I'm saying. But you want them to be like hardened and practice enough so that when there's a big opportunity like when like with one of these tentpole movies that all of this stuff comes together that what you learn through the independent ranks and, and all these other things and and you hope that it comes together in a satisfying and i will say artistic way the artistry of film is mostly it's just mostly by chance the quality is mostly by chance I know a lot of you don't agree with that, but what am I getting at here? What am I getting at with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and what am I getting at with Spider-Man Far From Home? I'm seeing a uh, a erosion of this that that pretty much uh, the the money alone from the Last Jedi and the money from Captain Marvel is just validating this practice now, and I think that one of the repercussions is is we're going to see a fall. Of storytelling we're going to see a fall of cinematic structure we're going to see a fall of developing characters it was already confusing when hollywood went global and they needed more of the international box office and they did domestic you know it, it storytelling already got confusing from that and you know we you can point right to the transformer franchise for that because the transformer movies became uh, you know, very optical, they fully optics, the characters, cartoons, uh, the storylines longer, so you would get more bang for your buck, you know, like to everything pushing two hours, and you would just, uh, like, I, I don't want to say it, but, not, you know, it's antiquated, but I would say like 90s MTV style directing, and I hate that term, I hate using, I'm only using it now to move forward, and you know like that type of storytelling was confusing enough within hollywood and now we're adding this to it and it seems like people want this more which is weird because when it comes on a international scale the these um the sjw angle is is not going to be global because these other cultures they they don't they don't want any of it so this is where it becomes confusing when it comes from a production standpoint. It gets, it gets confusing when you sit down to make a movie and you're not familiar with the audience. You don't know how to market it. You don't, you don't know what product you're making and who you're making it for. And, and you know, uh, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. And I felt a lot of that. When I was watching Spider-Man Far From Home. <laughs> Full circle here people. Yeah. Uh, we're just swinging. We're just swinging. Because Far From Home seemed to have. A lot of these elements. And you know like. Uh, like. Could it. Would it have been different. 
if these elements were not there i don't know because i felt like the structure of the movie alone i felt like easily the first hour when they uh you know like the, the i'm getting my brain's just scrambled here okay <laughs> let's back it up the movie kind of opens with a uh, great exposition if you're a fan of robocop robocop 2 wonderful exposition news stories uh starship troopers i love the new segments in starship troopers you know the, this is a paul Verhoeven Bar- technique also in in total recall with the commercials so we we go back to high school it's the morning news the morning high school news and we we everything's explained to us you know the the snap is not the snap it's called a blip which is really weird um it should really be called uh, you know like i don't know why they wouldn't know about the snap at that point since uh every <laughs> since, since Thanos did land on earth through a time portal and fight <laughs> like you could just say uh you know this is the guy we're fighting uh you know everyone got resurrected from the dead and we we fought the guy that snapped everyone away it's just weird that the snap wouldn't hit the uh, lexicon but the people who knew about the snap um you know i guess maybe we're not around i get it i get that but it, whatever like you know the audience was so drawn into calling it a snap uh you know them going the path of the blip i get it but it's just it just didn't feel right and it didn't hit right and i got i got questions from people asking why why it was called the blip and not the snap and it's it's tough to explain every single time you, you don't want to explain that especially in like the first five minutes of a effing movie but anyway and then it, it's explained that uh people aged five years while the people from the blip came back okay so now we're adding additional exposition and explanation from avengers endgame perfect you know these are the things i love people i love drawn out details like this uh but guess what i'm trying to watch a spider-man movie and i'm not getting any setup and explanation of who peter parker is so you know like the the first like 10 minutes i'm i'm, I'm learning about another movie that's actually three hours long <laughs> okay actually another two movies so maybe like <laughs> like six hours worth of movie watching and you know we get into the high school stuff and no one's older than peter parker even though they just explained that everyone is aged five years because there's a five-year time jump within avengers endgame it, put, it jumps forward five years so everyone's been dead or disappeared for five years and then it's a it's it's uh yeah we gotta go on a trip everyone's the same age and nick fury rolls in and i kind of like the way that they use fury in this because he's 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 bobbing and weaving the the trip so peter parker can do things to help mysterio which again you know uh the mysterio angle in this and 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 the hook is fantastic uh everyone kind of goes on and on about this this exposition scene where it's peter parker and mysterio and peter parker leaves a bar and when he leaves a bar uh it's the exposition and you find out that how much of a ruse mysterio is now mysterio somehow convinced everyone uh that there's these uh elementals attacking europe and and that mysterio is from an alternate earth that uh you know happened during the uh some of the rifts with the uh, snap 
or the use of the Infinity Gauntlet, which is kind of cool. And but he's not. And I don't know how you would trick people with that. Like I don't know. Like you know, I would just think, um, you know, like like oh okay, so you, so you just told people things. You didn't like simulate it. Okay. So and that's part of Mysterio's hook. They they're using uh, former Tony Stark employees, Stark Tech. Uh, to trick people into thinking these elementals and to, to you know, like they're tricking the satellites, they're tricking the, the seismographs, and they're fooling everyone. So Mysterio will be a hero, and then once Mysterio is a hero on a Avengers level, you know, like it's it's rocking and rolling. Like, and I like, so my mind wanders a lot when I'm at these like junctures within these movies because the whole time I'm thinking, like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if he gets away with it? And then Mysterio gets his own movie, but he's it's like Thunderbolts, he's he's masquerading as a hero and he's a villain the entire time and he's actually doing like really dastardly like villainous things. And I'm like, wow, wouldn't it be cool if. The first like villain-driven MCU movie was Mysterio, and I was like, "Yo!" and and for a while it really looked like that's the way it was going to go because the the odds that were stacked up against Parker, and and, th- and this is the power of the the filmmaking here, you know, because like you were like, "Holy crap!" Like how's how's Parker even going to get through any of this? But she does, and so. But, but we still have like the first hour like the second part of this movie works and sings and saves the movie but the first hour the high school angst the um like the parkerisms and i don't know like happy john favreau is having this affair with marissa tomei mary jane you don't buy it like at all you're like you're not really into it uh, you're not into uh, Peter Parker like being awkward about it and trying to figure it out. Like you know, you're like, you're, you're just not into it because it doesn't come off as like authentic. And but you kind of see like things in there from like an audience standpoint. Uh, you see a lot of humor. Uh, like the humor is good and bad. Like it lands sometimes it doesn't. And look, I'm someone that I think Spider-Man, uh, Homecoming, I think. I think the humor works in that. I think it's funny. Uh, but again, it's, it's a lot of it's Robert Downey Jr. A lot of it is is happy just playing like a one-note type character to react to Peter Parker. So like, you know, you go almost like the three rule by the third time. Like you, you can kind of anticipate Happy's reaction to things. Uh, you know, this one, like, Happy's kind of driving a little bit more of the story and the plot, and it's just not really delivering. It just wasn't carrying me. And, like, it, it makes it tough because this movie, it's not great. It's not awful. It's just, again, it's a lot like Captain Marvel. It's just in the middle. The difference between Spider-Man Far From Home and Captain Marvel is that this movie had a satisfying, like, third act. The, the the conflict uh what was at stake it was everything was clear the confrontation and the and the deconstruction of mysterio and what he was about worked you know again good villain good action at the end uh you know like resolution no not really i really don't care about the resolution but i feel like if captain marvel had some of those elements we we would have walked away from captain marvel feeling the same as we did with spider-man 
uh, home, uh, Far From Home. And look, Far From Home is killing it at the box office. Uh, you know, like it's it looks like it's going to break a billion. If it breaks a billion, Marvel gets to renegotiate for that third movie, which will most likely be a Phase Five movie, which is cool. Uh, you know, we we have Marvel Phase Four set up. Uh, I was hoping that uh, Spider-Man would be a part of Marvel Phase Four because I feel like the, uh, they should keep the momentum going with this. With this, and now we're like we're three years maybe four years out from another spider-man movie i have a feeling that once they renegotiate spider-man will be wedged into phase four that's my prediction right there but yeah yeah so like in all uh it's uh, it's really hard for me to if you like spider-man if you read the comics if you're familiar with like the cartoons this movie doesn't give you a lot of Spider-Man. I would say Amazing and Tobey Maguire give you more Spider-Man. This is the, again, it's the MCU Spider-Man. Finally, after two films, we get uh, Spider-Man swinging through skyscrapers in New York City. It took us two films, and we're at the end of the second film, and we get it for about five minutes. But we get Spider-Man swinging through skyscrapers. Yeah, it took us two movies. Actually, if you want to count the other movies, it took us a lot of movies. It took us four movies to get to this point. If you consider, uh, well, maybe five, right? Five? I guess it's five. It's two Avengers movies and two Spider-Man movies and Captain America Civil War. It took us five movies, okay? That, that, I saw that. I'm just like, this is ridiculous. It's, it's almost like having a Submariner movie. And he doesn't swim until the end of the fifth time you saw him. <laughs> just be like, all right, I'm not watching this. I'm not. It's not so mariner. Uh, and and those people will be like, but Pete, like, just sit down and then just shut up. Sit down and enjoy it, Pete. Just sit down and enjoy this. We're feeding you some. Just do it. Just do it. And I can't do it. I can't do it because my mind runs. My mind wanders. And I start thinking about things when I'm watching these movies. And, and actually, when I start paying attention to what's in front of me, it disappoints me and it doesn't make a lot of sense. And I really feel like this is where the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe is going. It's going to be disappointing and it's not going to make a lot of sense. Because there's already a ton of questions within Marvel Phase 4. Just logical questions that uh, are just, I don't know, are probably going to be explained after we've seen the movie by some panel, by some director making a comment. And if it's not within the movie, it doesn't count. You know, this is like the old Star Wars argument, okay? Uh, if we don't see it in the movie, it doesn't count within like continuity or anything. Star Trek, different, because the Star Trek continuity weaved out and in of those movies. Star Wars wanted to do it, but George Lucas just shut it down with the, um, you know, with the prequels. The prequels, George Lucas said no, no, and they they kind of did the same with these new films. They said we're we're going to weave everything, but but we're going to restart. So whatever. But look, look, everyone, if you're if you're really into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, this is a movie for you. It really is. If okay. If you just want things that make no sense, that are quote-unquote continuity, this is the movie for you. If you want to watch a superhero movie and a, an adaptation of one of the greatest superheroes, I would say no. 
this is not the movie for you. There's other Spider-Man movies, thank God. But hey, bravo to Sony. You know, post, uh, you know, Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, which people now view as disappointments, Sony's been on a roll with just cranking out Spider-Man content between Venom, Multiverse, uh, two Spider-Man movies, two Spider-Man Avenger movies. I mean, like, they, they really brought the character back, uh, you know, like, all hands are on deck type of situation, which does make you hopeful for Fantastic Four and X-Men eventually when we'll get those. But, yeah, but... Good job, Sony, I'll say. Like, now it's not really Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know, it's or Marvel Studios. It's it's really Sony, um, you know, putting uh, the right people in place. So bravo to them, and people uh, don't give Sony enough credit. But look, look, everyone, those are just my hot take, take my three-week-long hot take on the uh, on Spider-Man Far From Home. And uh, this pretty much concludes the arc of the AK Pads Audio Audacity podcast because the last like a hundred episodes have been all about good old webhead. Uh I'm gonna get going. Episode two hundred and twelve, the next episode will be Marvel Phase Four. I'm gonna just break that all down. That'll probably be tomorrow. So just be on the lookout for that. Uh, and if you're listening on Anchor, hey what's up? What's happening? Spotify, I love you, but we're growing. You know, network after network. Uh we're almost everywhere. So hey AKA Pad Army. I love you. Rock and roll. Thanks for everything.